Welcome to the Dudes of Hazards Radio. I'm the founder and host, Donnie McCarty. And this is my co-host and director of Vibes for the League, Alex Hallman. Alex, go ahead and take a second and uh, introduce yourself if you don't care. Well, hey there, everybody. Uh, I'm Alex Hallman. Like, thank you, Donnie. Um, I just turned 30. Um, and we, uh, I live right here in the Tri-Cities, so very, very centrally located for the for the Dudes of Hazards. And I anticipate being at almost everything that we do this year. Um, I've been playing golf for quite a while actually probably six or eight years i picked it up in college a while back but like really didn't start playing until about two years ago really started to actually pay attention and and want to want to really play not just go out there and kind of hacking at stuff so with that being said i've got a pretty high handicap um not the best golf in the league but guaranteed having the most fun uh definitely look forward to playing with everybody this year um i'd say my my home course is just flat out right close to the house is probably Crockett Ridge right over there in Kingsport. Uh, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, that's where we held our member guest at last year. Um, that was a pretty fun tournament. I know a lot of guys like playing out there in the area. It's a great course and very, very close to the house. So it's easy for me to dart out there and get a quick round in without Mary Grace getting too awful upset. Yeah, I hear that. Um, and for those of you that don't know, Mary Grace, that's his wife. And that also so happens to be uh my wife's sister so if you do the math there uh that makes me and alex related uh brother-in-law so we've uh we know each other pretty well uh we we work together we uh have we're in the fraternity back in uh, college together and now we're in this golf league together so had a decent history of uh interactions uh and you know being in this golf league's been a lot of fun it has been and i never would have thought when we first met that this is what this would have turned into no chance we've been friends for quite a while i guess now now that i think about it man we've we've really you know it's funny and like uh we're not going to sugarcoat it like we weren't even like best of friends really off the bat like kind of like yeah, look, whatever. All yeah, right, you, okay, you yeah, do I you. know that guy. Yeah, hey, he's dating the sister <laughs> of the girl that I'm dating. That's so, pretty okay, much cool. what it was. Yeah. Look at us now. Yep. Now we're uh, so Alex is one of our admin in the the golf league. He's our director of vibes. And uh, Alex, why don't you just tell me a little bit about what you do in that role for the league? So the way I see it, I think I just try to help make sure that everybody's having a good time. So if somebody's not having a good time, what's going on there? Is it a personal thing with that person? Is it something that we could maybe be doing better in the league to just make it flat out more fun? Um, also helping out with getting some unofficial uh, league outings going. So even though it's not necessarily a, uh, a tournament, like we just want to get together and play. Yeah. So I really, really trying to this year just get some guys together and play some golf. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a great role for the league. Uh, we'll kind of cover a little bit more about the league once we get into it. I'm going to take a second just to introduce myself. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm the founder um, of the league, and uh, basically I came up with this league back uh, officially in 2021, uh, but basically we did kind of a test run with the league back in 2020, just eight guys, and it's kind of grown into where it's at now. Uh, I'm 29 years old, uh, married to Jamie. Uh, she's my amazing wife, and we have a third member of our family. She's our little golf dog. Her name's Zoe. She's a psychotic Jack Russell Terrier Chihuahua mix that's hell bent on destro- destroying squirrels and other small animals. But not the course. But not the course. Uh, this dog, I mean, she just kind of follows me around when I'm hitting, sits on the tee box, scurries around in the fairways, and then comes and waits for me on the green. So she's a great little golf dog. Um, as I mentioned, been playing about three years, uh, played a little bit before that, but that's like five, six rounds over the course of five or six years. So Sounds very similar to me. Yeah. We're, we're not counting that. 
Um, started off as about as high of a handicap as you could possibly be. Sucked. The only thing I could do was like successively chunk my eight iron in play. Um, so it didn't make for a lot of fun. Now uh, I'm at the point where at least the game is pretty much enjoyable. Most courses set it around like low to mid-teen handicap range. And um, this last year, thankfully, got a little bit better than the year before. Turned in my best round and finally got down below the 80s and shot a 79 at uh, Mountain Glen and at Caledonia. So that's a little bit about me and my golfing. I don't have a very impressive game, but it is enough to move me around the course and have fun. And that's really why we're here. We're, um, I mean, really, this is a golf league for amateurs by amateurs. Um, we we have guys that range from, you know, single digits to where we even got one of your friends that just really learning how to play the game this he, year. He literally just got his own irons <clears throat> a couple months ago. Yeah, from another league member actually yep. sold bought it off of him. He's up in Michigan, um, and brought those on down, and his buddy bought them, and so. You know, he's just getting in the golf. Uh, he's starting to realize that it's not all as pretty and easy as sometimes it makes it look. But we've also seen him hit some good shots. And where he got that first birdie at that uh, member guest tournament last year, Which that was wild. wild. He got his first birdie before he got his first par. Yeah, that's, that's actually next. Nuts. To insane. Just <laughs> wild. I look forward to seeing what he can do in the future. I really do, too. He's a good athlete, and he's competitive. I think it's one of those guys when the game clicks for him in about a year or so, he's going to really start. Mm -hmm. like moving up quick. Um, so yeah, so a little bit about our, really our league. So again, I mentioned in 2020, we did a little test run, just had me and about eight of my buddies. Didn't really know what we were doing. I was just getting in the golf, but I knew that I just liked playing with my friends. And so in 2021, I decided, you know, let's give this a real go. And so I remember at work, me and Alex were actually sitting back in the kitchen at Chick-fil-A, just kind of brainstorming some ideas and I was like, uh, let's call it the Tri-Cities Golf League. And we were like, well, that's like the boringest name. Awful. Awful. That's how you get lost. That's Yeah, that, that would have had no members. And we were just kind of spitballing. And, you know, Alex, he's a big motorcycle guy. And I was like, ah, uh, something about like the dudes of hazards. And then we kind of just let it simmer. And we were like. Dude, that works. Yeah. It's like, let's make it fun. Yeah. Like this is. The whole point is to be fun. Let's make sure everybody knows yeah. that we're here to have fun and that we will hang out in those hazards. Yeah, we will. And but we'll also get out. We, more often than not, unless you go to Tobacco Road, and that, that, that place is just it'll, it'll that, that can be a long day if you're in the sand there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got a really good group of guys. So we had 21 members last year, went on five trips. Um, and those were really fun. We went and ranged from Boone, North Carolina to Pauley's Island, South Carolina, Williamsburg, and then uh, two here in the Tri-Cities area. So it's a lot of fun. We had our first league champ, uh, my buddy Justin Fawn. He's been uh, honestly my closest friend for since I moved here to Tennessee uh, back in eighth grade. We've just been buddies, played basketball together. Uh, football, track, cross country, just all sorts of sports. Uh, and then now we're probably playing more golf than our wives would like us to, but so be it. And that's okay. And that's okay sometimes. Uh, thankfully, we got some pretty cool ones. Um, so, yeah, that's that was a little of our league last year. And then this year what we're looking at, we reached out to our members, and what we decided was – we want this golf league that's based on having fun, brotherhood, just getting out there and having 
memorable times? Because a lot of times people I've noticed, they get caught up in the game of golf and a score. And it's easy to attach yourself and your identity and your ego to that score. And I'm normally an X player. I usually shoot in the high 80s. And today I shot a 95, so I suck. You don't suck, dude. You you play golf like once or twice a week. You got a full-time job. Uh, you're kind of a little overweight. You tore your knee twice in high school. Like, come on, man. You're, you've watched way too many highlights on the golf channel from bunkers, shots from 170 out that are somehow landing on the green. You're, you're not going to pull that off. But so what we wanted was to give these guys that somewhere that's fun to play, but also the competitive aspect that a lot of these guys were former athletes in high school, like myself and Alex, um, we played. And so a lot of these guys are looking for a good time, but to have that competitive edge. And so that's really one of the reasons we brought along this league. Um, another one of the big ones was, you know, you always see these courses and, oh, how are these people playing these places? And no one really wants to do the work on going on these trips out of town. And so I was like, you know what? We could really play some spectacular courses around this country if we just plan some trips. It's not very often that you're going to get, you know, two or four guys on a quick weekend to swing down to South Carolina. But, you know, you let people know uh, in advance they can plan. We've had some pretty good trips doing that. So, and a lot bigger than two or four of your buddies, too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you tell us, that last year we went to Caledonia, what did we have, uh, 16? I, I think it was 16 of us, and man, what a great group of guys. Yeah. And what's wild is that 16 was with only 21 members in the league, too. So we had almost all of our league members attend that trip. And, I mean, at the end of the year, we kind of did a recap. What was your favorite tournament? And almost unanimously, that was uh, – everyone's favorite I mean, that was mine from last year absolutely it was mine yeah um, and really what made that great was we were playing some great courses in caledonia and true blue uh but honestly just the bro time we had these little four-person cabins we'd go out to the Polly's iron island tavern uh some yep. of us a little later than others some nights yep the pizza's great the beer was flowing and we just had <laughs> us a good time just just broing out that's and it honestly the courses too i mean even the i i look back on that trip and i think about some of the stuff that wasn't even part of golf like yeah. don't get me wrong it was on the golf course but i will never forget that storm that came through mid-round and we all just scattered across the whole course yep. and we found the cart girl and you know got us a few drinks and man it just and then when the when the rains lifted the course was absolutely flooded but they somehow miraculously allowed us to keep playing Yep. And we were just having a good time yep. dealing with it, like just embracing the suck and having so much fun. That was uh, that was at Caledonia, right? That was at Caledonia. Yep. Because and there was literally ponds in the fairway that was yep. supposed to be fairway. I remember about half the group kept playing. The other half went and got a rain check and went and got the whole 18 the next day. Uh, I was actually part of that group, which is surprising because generally I love me just some shit weather. Uh, but that day – wasn't feeling it, and so yeah, this rainstorm. God, I mean, yeah, that, that thing, was something else. I, I remember never Nolan seen... hitting a hitting a fairway like he just bombed a drive, yep. 300, 320 yards out there, boom, right into the middle of a pond that was about knee deep. We yep. were out there looking around. He's trying to fish it out. And I'm like, dude, this thing's 25 yards wide. Yeah, and I just started trudging through the pond to go get his ball for him. And everybody's just like, what do you do? What do you do? Smile and laugh. That Grab storm. that ball, throw it to wherever you want to take your drop. Yeah. If you, I don't think you even charge him a drop. <laughs> no. It's like, come on, dude. You bombed no. it down the fairway. Yeah. Hit it from where you want to hit it. Set yourself up. We're not even playing for anything. Like, at this point, the tournament's no. over. We're not doing anything. Like, just yeah. let's have some fun. Yeah, that was wild. We, uh, I remember, I think it was, like, number four at Caledonia. We, 
uh, actually on hole like three, the rain was coming down so bad. Mm-hmm. Rain jackets were obsolete. Like this is the type of rain I'm talking that There's you see at like Bandon Dunes, the 30 mile an hour wind, just the rain. You can't see anything. And I remember like all the guys in our group had basically gone down to just playing in like bare feet because you're like your shoes are just they're like concrete bricks you're dragging around. Visible. Miserable, still out there playing, but at one point we were sitting on the tee box of a par three, and I couldn't see the flag. Yep, it was crazy. So they call it off, and then we get in these storm shelters, and then like yeah, the storm shelter we were in, miraculously just seemed beer after beer, bottle after liquor just kept showing up, and the cart yeah. girl man, she literally came to our yeah. I don't know about yours because we were in the different one, but ours the cart girl literally came and she parked her cart in our shelter. She started like organizing her cart and doing like whatever it was that she was trying to do at the end of the day. And we were like, girl, just keep them flowing. Yeah. Yeah. No, when we, when we're out there, you know, I'll, I'll definitely have a few, have a good time. But I also realized that day I was like, wow, that, that little uh, rainstorm got the, the better of me. And so I know one of the reasons I called it off is because I was like, I don't know if I was putting a ball in play really the rest <laughs> of the day. So I know there was about eight of us that went back to the Caledonia 18th Green Clubhouse and just sat up there and laughed at people hitting their shot short into the water because the fairway on 18 was just soaking wet. Soaking. And so everyone was just catching everything fat and then cursing at themselves. And we were just having a and good time up there. this sounds miserable. Honestly, as we sit here and describe it, it, it sounds, sounds terrible. It was so much so fun. So much fun. Yeah. Highlight of the trip. It we're really not even was. talking about how good we, you know, good no. or bad we played. Like, we're not even talking about who won. Who won? I don't even remember. But I remember our, that day. Our team... The uh, the dudes won, led by our captain Galen. He uh, he really didn't have to do much because honestly, our team just kind of curb stomped the other team. They didn't really come to play. Yeah, I do remember that. Now that we were talking about it. Yeah. I remember one or two of the uh, the opposing team that weren't very weren't very happy. No, you know? yeah, yeah, things happen. Things happen. The, uh, looking back on that too, there was the the true br- true blue round, the where we played together versus uh, Nolan and Clayton. We beat those two goons. That yep. was that was rewarding. Um, I know you beat Nolan is always a highlight. I will always in any sport, <laughs> in, even if it's not a sport, in anything at all. If I can beat Nolan, it's it's a highlight. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, so those of you that don't know, Nolan is uh, basically his best friend. It's just it's, they've been buddies for definitely forever. Definitely my closest and, friend. We've been been friends since we were in the fourth grade, eleven years old, like something like that, and. Family, friends, we just go way, way back. Nolan's uh, also very, very competitive, and we like to ride motorcycles together, so it's always a race. Even if it's not a race, it's a race. And so the best part about, you know, this league is uh, we sometimes like to go to these courses that rent these fin scooters, which are basically like dirt bikes for the golf course, essentially. And so we'll uh, they that day we actually played them at True Blue. I remember all of us were on the fin scooters, and we also got stuck in that tunnel. Mm-hmm. So basically if the, the theme here is you go to South Carolina in the summer, you're going to get wet. You're going to get wet. It won't be long. It'll be about 20 minutes to maybe 45 to an hour if it's crazy, but it's going to rain on you every day. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so that just came in norm of the round. But again, I mean, that was a great trip. So I'm just riding those fin scooters, dude, especially dude. at true blue. I think that's my favorite place to ride them, but you can yep. just, I mean, they let you ride those things literally everywhere. And yep. when I say everywhere, the starter said, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I'll, I will say there's one place you can't ride them. And it's on the green. You're like, that's 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 yeah, it. Yeah, I said, yeah, that's definitely a gimme. But like, he made it. He brought it to my attention. You can ride it on the fringe. And I was like, I said, there's no way. No way. But like, even though even though you're telling me that I can't, I'm not gonna do that. No. But like, I'll come up to the fringe. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just. But now when he said you can take it through the bunkers and stuff, I was like, oh my 
God. You yes. are, I, I ended up breaking two two fin scooters on that trip, uh, getting a little bit too rowdy with them, getting aggressive, but the uh, the brakes can't quite handle. Just the hard riding. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, we're getting a little back on track here. Just kind of – so that, that's a little bit about the league, and that's – you know, we just kind of let you on in a little insight of what that, uh, that Pauly's Island trip looked like last year. That was one of our marquee events. Um, and so just some other things that we kind of want to bring to attention to our listeners. Um, basically, this golf league, again, was created under the concept of having fun. So, like, really – the one thing we have is we have all skill levels in this league. We have people that are, you know, scratch handicaps. I saw one of our members, I think, was uh, posted something about how they shot around under par at the Johnson City Country Club, and I'm like, that's not relatable at, yeah, all. Not at all. Not at all. Like, not even on my radar. But good for him. But I look great forward to playing him. with him. Yeah. And then we also have people that are, like, 30 handicaps. And so we – I'd say the majority of our members – sitting at teen range, probably hovering anywhere from like 12 to 16 Mm -hmm. ton of guys that fall in there. But what's great is we also have a lot of guys in that, you know, six to nine range. And then a lot in the 18 to 24 range. And all of these guys on any given day can play up or down. Yep. I mean, we've seen it in each other. We've seen some miserable days. I mean, you know me, uh, if I'm struggling getting off the tee box, uh, a, a nine, a nine is a very likely score for the front digit, and probably not pulling out anything great. Like it's just a long day. And then for you, I mean, what, what, what's your, what's your? This is going to be a long day. Um, getting off the tee box certainly, but I don't typically have a problem getting off the box. Uh, if I do, it's usually just missing left or right. It's not necessarily just not being able to hit, make any contact at all. My, my big struggle is short game. Mm-hmm. So when I start two chipping and three putting, <laughs> every hole, like it, not like, okay, all right, you race, you know, I try to help. Okay. That was one bad hole. So we'll scratch that. I literally have five strokes from less than a hundred yards. Oops. We're moving on. And then we don't move on. I try, I try to, I try to move on. I try to, okay. New, new hole, new me, new ball, like whatever it takes. And, uh, when I do that twice in a row, that's when it's really hard to start. But now if I fix it, cool. Yeah, really a lot of that relies on what I do that following hole. So I try to try to be strong mentally, but I mean, it's tough a, some days. What a mentally demanding game. It is. Uh, I I feel the pain of that. As so for myself, my short game and putting is usually the backbone of my game and then kind of around the 100-yard mark to like 140. And so if I'm in those ranges, I'm, I'm comfortable. Um, but the other day I was playing and I just couldn't chip and my putting, like my distance control was off, and it just—it's a long day. It is, and, and it's so, almost kind of scary. You're looking at yourself, and you're like, "You can do this. What yeah. is happening?" No, that's what it was. Like I—I I remember on one of the holes, I probably had like an eight footer uphill and put it six feet past, and I was just like, "Dude, that is just a piss poor effort. Like that is legitimately terrible. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's that's it, man. Like sometimes you just got to be mentally tough about the game. I mean. It's just also on the same note when it's going well, not letting it get to your head too much, yeah. and then letting start the derail come. Yep, start let, um, playing above your ability a little bit, and then maybe getting a little bit too ballsy with it. And, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, you're and like, then she goes OB, and you're like, oh, I well, guess I am human. You're like, dude, I've hit like four or five fairways in a row. Let's get the balls getting out there. I think now it's time to really cook it. Yeah, and then. Oh shit! Yeah, that. Whoops. <laughs> yep, that, that's not <laughs> what we drew up. Um, yeah, so let's. Uh, we got a lot of tournaments this year, Alex. We got nine on the schedule. 
And so we got them ranging from, you know, here in the Tri-Cities. So this pod, this uh, podcast, I guess, and the league, uh, we're now up to 44 members, and we have 24 in the Tri-Cities area. So the, the majority of our members are here. We have a lot here. And that Tri-Cities area of Tennessee includes uh, Johnson City, Kingsport, Bristol, and then the surrounding about our area. Uh, there's a lot of small. I mean, if you're from Tennessee, you Rogersville, know there's Blountville, et cetera. Yeah, these towns that if you're not listening from here, you're like, boy, this sounds like somewhere in Tennessee. These yeah. people listen to like, uh, you know. And then we got another little good cluster out in about central North Carolina of our guys that we have like another seven. Um, and so yeah, so going back to the tournaments, we we try to keep our tournaments where the majority of our members are. So we have a decent amount in the Tri-Cities, and then we got one uh, out in, down in Crossville, Tennessee, later coming up this year. Uh, we got a couple in North Carolina. We got one in uh, Springdale, or at Springdale, which is in Canton, North Carolina, up in the mountains. And a little bit later, Alex is going to tell us a little bit about that one. I know that's one that he's really looking forward to. And then we got our Southern Pines one in September. That's going to be a two-man tournament. And that... That right there will be the premier in terms of courses played for the year. We're going and kind of hitting big on that one. Um, I'll kind of tease that a little bit with just saying that's going to be a tournament you're going to want to sign up and go play. We're playing three rounds out there, and two of them are going to be definitely courses that you write home about. And then the other one is, in my opinion, the one of the best value rounds uh, in the country, especially where it's located. Uh, so if you're from the Southern Pines area, you might have some ideas on when we're playing. Would like to hear what you think, but uh, those will be announced a little later on. And then our other two tournaments outside of those states, we got one down in Georgia this year. That's going to be the Hazards Cup in Blue Ridge. And then our big one that we had that we did at Polly's last year, we're moving, it's kicking it an hour up the coast, up the Myrtle Beach. So Alex, tell me a little bit about which one you're most looking forward to. So all of them sound great. The, um, I mean, the local ones, Graysburg sounds fantastic. I'm really looking forward to going down to Crossville and seeing some new stuff down there. I hear there's a lot of good courses down there. The one in Georgia you mentioned, um, I love mountain courses anyway. So getting down there, I know North Georgia is absolutely beautiful, Mm -hmm. but this one in Canton, North Carolina is just gonna kill it. Um, I think, I think it's going to be the, it's definitely the one that I'm looking forward to the most. We're getting, um, a bunch of cabins together that are all basically arranged in a circle with a big shared, uh, group area in the front, like a big, uh, I don't know, like picnic area with a big yep. fire pit and yep. chairs and just a place to hang out and bro out. And so these four or five, four person cabins that we have together, I think it's four or four person cabins, mm-hmm. and we're just going to be able to hang out and i know the yep. course is supposed to be great they just got done with uh, a renovation of some sorts i know you have more details on that yep um they're literally giving us carts for the weekend so there's no like go to the clubhouse come back to your cabin get in the car it's you literally just you ride the cart to your cabin you hang out you do what you need you take the cart go to dinner grab whatever it is you need to do go run by the the store we all know we're gonna run by the store for the uh, campfire beverages. And oh, then, absolutely! Uh, you know, you just ride the cart right back, and yep. and you never even have to take your bag off if you don't want to. No, just if the if the weather's good, just leave the bag right on the cart, and man, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be a great time, and it's match play. Yeah. So not only is the course gonna be great, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what renovations they just got done. Match play is just flat out fun. It is. So I, I probably my favorite format to play. I know we we played a lot when we play together. Mm-hmm. We've had some pretty good one on one matches and two on twos. 
Um, so yeah, that that's going to be a great uh, tournament. And yeah, so he mentioned that the um, the course just got renovated. So Springdale, they went through, started their renovation, I think about a year and a half ago. It took a little while just due to some tough weather. There was some flooding um, up there in the mountains that occurred that really kind of set them back a little bit. But they got it looking really good now. I played it last fall uh, with uh, three guys in the league. I went up there with uh, Austin uh, Green, who's one of our new members, Calvin, who's one of our admin, and then Zach, who's one of our inaugural members. And we wanted to go and scout out this course, and we agreed, like, one, especially by the time that this comes around next July, course is going to be really growing in and looking great. Uh, it's match play, and it's a match play championship. And so this is going to be one of our major tournaments. And so we decided we wanted to add a course that was going to fucking come after you mm-hmm. and really challenge you. And so it is. Uh, the front nine is honestly, like, not, not too difficult, pretty open. And then starting about hole 10, um, things are going to change for you. It gets tight lots of dog legs or just super narrow fairways that are just up and down the side of this mountain. There's a par four that's like 410 yards, but I swear this thing plays like 550 going up this hill because, I mean, if you don't hit a a shot with a high apex, like you want to hit a line drive, all right, cool, that's going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the flip side, coming down these hills, you're, you're seeing these 380 par fours that you're like, wow, I got like a really short flip of the wedge into the green. This is convenient. And so that'll be fun. They have a famous 13th hole there called the Springdale Spasm. Uh, I've never made better in double on it. I think I've played this course four times. I think it probably averaged like a triple. It's just super tight. Got across water twice. Green surrounded pretty much on all sides by bunkers. And then off the side of that is like a creek that just eats all golf balls. So... Um, yeah, if your if your method of golfing is just bomb it and spray and pray, uh, that back nine probably going to want to reevaluate that. But that's why it's a match play championship, and so it'll be a tough course. But you know you'll be going against someone, and it's just hole by hole that you take it. And I think that's that's what makes to the fun of the match play. I would yeah, say that certainly makes it easier to uh, manage those two chips and three putts. It does that I worry about so much. No, especially when, you know, in a lot of our events, we, we give uh, players 50% of their handicap uh, for the course. Yeah, pretty much for, yeah, for all of them. And so when we do that, it's letting those guys that are the talented players, it's giving them some strokes, but it's also letting the guys that aren't as talented get some help, but not enough to where – because our goal is that we want the better players to have the advantage – because they are the better player, but not by quite as much as playing with no handicap. And then sometimes at 100%, just, I mean, that guy that's a 28 handicap decides to go nuclear, which is three better than his average, than the the guy that's a three handicap shoots one score worse, and then he's getting blown out. And that's why that, that 50%, it seems to work out well. We did it last year. Um, you know, with anything that you do in life, you're always going to find 5 to 10% of people that complain. But outside of that 5 to 10%, we didn't hear anything about it. And so we feel like it's a pretty good recipe for success. I think success. it worked great. Even the, even the low handicap golfers, they were like, they were ecstatic about it too because then they had more people to play with. It wasn't, it wasn't your single digit handicaps against only the single digit handicaps. And yep. they, they were like, holy crap, where's Alex coming from over here in left field? I know he's 11 over, but dang, like with his handicap, he's right there. Yep. And yep. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm 11 over, but I'm playing great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's one thing that's funny with playing just, 
especially in my role, I try to play as much as I can with different members of the league. So, like, I mean, I literally go out here and play with these guys that are shooting 100 to 110, and then I also play with guys that are like, oh, God, I, I can't believe I missed my seventh birdie of the day. And I'm like, what are you doing over here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just not relatable. And so it's it's on both ends of the spectrums, which, which just makes it fun. I mean, this last Sunday I actually played with uh, Ian, his buddy Dave, and Elijah in the league. And, like, boy, you want to talk about feeling humbled. I mean, these guys can play, and I'm back here uh, just just trying to hold on. Thankfully, it was a little team sport, and uh, we played a modified Stableford. They gave us a 10-point lead for me and Elijah. Uh, and that was, that was pretty fair, and we held them off for most of the day until Ian's buddy Dave decided to go nuclear on us the last couple of holes and birdied, I think, three out of the last five, and then the playoff hole to beat us. And we're just over here making pars, like we're doing our thing. Mm-hmm. But this guy, I mean, at that, at that same time though, that's also fun because like, oh, it you're is. You're not gonna get upset with them because nope. they just they just turned it up a notch. No, nope. like they're playing. You're playing good golf. They're playing fantastic. Yeah, and that's fun. It was, and that's why I told Elijah. Like we were in the cart, and we're like, dude, we're like we're doing what we got to do. Like we're playing good golf. This is just like sometimes when you watch these people get into these zones. I mean. I knew we were in trouble when he was in the rough from like almost 200 out and he put it to 10 feet. And I was just like, yeah. What else you got in the bag? Yeah. I was like, yeah, we're, uh, Elijah, we're, we're just trying to get on and rag at this point. And, uh, yeah. So, but a fun day. And I mean, it's just fun playing with those. And then, you know, I, I really enjoy playing with people of all, all skill levels. It's fun seeing the people that were on the journey I was on at one time. And then, you know, hopefully maybe where I'll be at down the road. So, you know, you never know. Um, so we were talking about some tournaments that we were looking forward to. I know for myself, one that it's, um, upcoming it's right. It's in May. So it's not really too far away. It's going to be the first hazards cup that's down in Georgia. So if you're listening to this in the league, um, some of you may be aware of this, others not, but just kind of one change that you're going to see this year is, uh, I won't be playing in any of the tournaments this year, uh, which is the league size and the growth. And for the purse, I mean, just the reasons of being impartial and being able to feel like there's no um, mixed interest of anything, I decided not to play. But what this allows me to do is at these tournaments is kind of ride around, talk with people. Um, as you see, we have this podcast going, and uh, we're going to have these twice a week, twice a month for you. And then our third one, we're actually going to have like live video or live uh, audio interviews from courses. And I'm going to be bringing in here people to talk about recaps of tournaments. So you're going to get to know a little bit of the members and then also get to hear from them on the course, which will be pretty fun. And so that'll allow me to do that. And then just anything that might arise, like, you know, um, with being basically the owner of this league, I want our members to be happy and I want them to enjoy their time. So whether that's, hey, Donnie, can you run up and, you know, help me with this? I, I forgot something back there. Yeah, man, like, I got you. And so I, I want people to feel welcome. Uh, and I think that'll be important. And so getting to do that and being able to step aside from playing will let me to be able to see, I think, a more clear vision of the league, what players are wanting, um, and so on and so forth. So with that being said and not playing, you know, our first Hazards Cup in Georgia, that's going to be – Basically, we're taking 16 guys, uh, for the most part, pretty top-end players. Uh, it's going to be 27 uh, holes of stroke play out at Old Union on Saturday. And then we're going to do a cut line, top eight, make it, 
the bottom eight the next day we're playing old Tacoa farms if you're not familiar with that that's actually one i want to give a shout out to um, the golf crusade uh that's a local local golf account around here in the tri-cities that highlights just excellent places to play these guys are on the quest to play a thousand courses and they just I've, i've used their website a lot honestly to get good ideas of places to play and they do a great job and so they did a write up on old Tacoa. And I just, my first thought was, boy, if I'm trying to come up with a tournament that's going to make people really question their golf game and their sanity, <laughs> this is where it is. Um, we kind of did that last year at Royal New Kent to where we played uh, match play. I remember there was a whole, uh, me and Nolan were going against each other. We got into the same sand bunker. I think it was like 14 combined tried outs before he got out before me and beat me. I think he shot like a 10 and I shot an 11 on the hole. And that's what's fun about match and, play. And it was fun. We just kept <laughs> hacking. We were up against the side. We should have honestly been smart and chipped out from behind, but we were like, that's for losers. Like just home run or bust. Uh, this thing was like, I, mean, I would say this bunker was probably like 15, 20 feet deep. There was no chance we were getting out of this thing. Um, Eventually but but just fun. And, you know, but thankfully, again, like you said, a match play, you kind of just, all right, that sucked. We'll move on to the next hole. Um, and so this one won't be match play down there, and it'll be stroke play. And so that's a little different. We do a lot of match play on our tournaments, but the stroke play one, you know, it's going to be a grind. This course, um, I would say if you've seen Royal New Kent, maybe a little bit of Tobacco Road, if you're familiar with this area, a little bit of Blackthorn, uh, kind of all rolled up into one. I mean, we're looking at tight fairways, um, probably not going to find a flat lie anywhere except for the tee box. Um, and then maybe the table where you're resting one of your many beers after the round because you're just mentally wore out. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're that one's going to be, I said, stroke play. It's going to be a long day out there, but it's really going to be a test to see which player comes to the top. I mean, we got some really talented golfers going on this trip. And so, like, I've even been looking like, man, who can win this thing? I mean, there's a guy like Wes, uh, Wes Horton. He finished up near the top of our league standings last year, but this dude, it's going to, he'll go down there. He'll probably be sitting at like two over through 13 and then snap his driver head again. And like he does on every trip. Yep. Uh, And so then he'll just be hosed. Uh, Another one of the league members I know that I really think has a good shot at winning this tournament is uh, Cade Pope. Uh, This guy, I mean, he's just a player. Uh, he can get out there. He is another guy that's tough on himself. Uh, he is a pretty good golfer in high school. Um, and so he, he really just enjoys playing the game. The dude can bomb the ball. Uh, so, you know, he's going to be one. If he keeps it in play, he will be a serious contender. Um, I'm just trying to look at some other guys we got going. So on that one, we have 16 open spots or 16 total spots and only two left open. I'm looking here. I'm seeing Justin Fawn. You know, that's our defending league champ. He'll be good. Uh, Mark Byler's a new member. He's, uh, you know, he, he might have a little tough time getting there. He maybe doesn't do anything spectacular. But honestly, when I watch him play, I'm like, this guy just doesn't make any mistakes. And he can also make up for it with his putting. Um, we played the other day, Saturday, and I watched him Sometimes make some Sometimes it's not really about actually ones. making the big shots. It's not. It's about not messing up the big shots. Yep. I struggle it, with that. It's a game of misses. I mean, especially at our skill level and how often we play. Like, there's this unrealistic expectation that, like, oh, you're 90 yards out in the fairway. Like, you're a loser if you miss the green. And I'm I'm sure there's some of you listening to this being like, shut up, Donnie. You just suck. And, like, yeah, maybe that's true. But I don't hit a ton of greens. I hit a lot of really close to greens. 
doesn't really help me out on that. But, uh, you know. It's you're just, also a good chipper, too, though. So you might miss the green barely and then one putt because you're a good chipper. And that and that's, again, it's not sexy, but it moves the game along it and moves, it fills yep. up the scorecard in a good way. And just sometimes it's damage control. Sometimes it's you're not finding your game and you're like, hey, I just got to keep grinding for a little bit. Eventually something will fall or I'll hit that good shot. Like, you know. And you can take one good shot and really feed on it. And I've also realized as not a very good golfer, as a high handicapper, sometimes people think that I'm a better player than I am. And I, I truly believe, and they're like, oh, like, what do you mean you shot a, you know, a 98? And I'm like, that's not that awful unusual for me. Like, my average is about a 95. See, I, and that's, like, I, I people remember The think, point was, is people remember the big, nice, pretty, sexy shots. They, they don't do. re, They don't remember the two chip and the three putt. They don't remember that I accidentally yep. miss, like, I, I hit one OB on the seventh tee box, and I had to take a drop from who cares. Yeah. They just go, oh, man, but that one hole, you, you did yeah, really, yeah. oh, man, you had that one really great shot. Like, oh, and, and, that's and I can the say the same thing to them usually. Yep. No, you, it, it's not uncommon at all to watch you string together some good shots, but then it's just the ones where you're like, okay, I'm in a perfect middle of the fairway, sitting 130 out, just going to take an easy swing in here. And, all right, that went 60 yards because I just caught that heavy as hell. And, oh, great, it's on a tree root now, and I don't have a look at the green. Oh, man, how did that just – open. Yeah. Oh, it's underneath that tree. God, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Um, some other guys, though, that are going on this. Corey Smart, he finished, uh, I think, mm-hmm. runner-up last year. Corey's a good golfer. I, you know what? He's a smart golfer. Corey, you're going to listen to this, and uh, I'm just I'm going to call it out is. I don't think Corey – I think Corey might have one of the ugliest, but one of the most just productive swings I've seen. This guy, it, it's not sexy. And the ball flight's not always great, but it's consistent. He's never losing balls. And then, like, off the tee, then that's where he really comes to shine. And Corey's one of these guys, too. You're not safe from anywhere once he's on the no. green. This dude will rip your heart out. And he'll he's a from, Zach Hill. He, he does not care where. He does not he care is. where. He will sink that ball. Uh, he's, like, 38 feet out, uh, probably about 12 feet of break. Yeah, I mean, this would honestly be pretty much a gimme. I mean, maybe a two-putt if I just blow this. And you're like, what? Him and Zach Hill, and Zach Hill's also going. They're kind of the same way. Again, mm-hmm. Zach Hill's not a player that's going to impress you off the tee box. But then, like, you kind of look at a scorecard, and you're like, dude, this guy's just trucking along. He doesn't make mistakes. He plays good, solid, just Both reliable very golf. Smart, smart, very smart. Very smart. And then we got two other guys that are really talented going that I want to give a shout-out to that I've played with is Brad uh, Nagley and then Jeremy Breachner. And so uh, Brad um, – one of my other really good friends, Justin Kelly, that's his brother-in-law. Uh, Justin, honestly, this year was a big help. He got, uh, I think, five people to join the league this year, and Brad was one of those guys. And so just really thankful for Justin for that, bringing him along. Uh, Brad can play. He's a member out at Blackthorn, and this dude just, uh, I mean, I've watched him. When he's when he's on and he's swinging the club well, I mean, he's he, good swing as good as anyone I've seen play. Um, and then Jeremy, he's uh, basically – the guy that took me from where I was as a golfer to where I am now. So I don't know how overly proud he is of that for me to attach his name to that. Mm. But uh, It's progress, though. It's, it's progress. certainly progress. Yeah, he's – I mean, honestly, what I've really appreciated about him is he will work with you for your swing, doesn't try to play this complete overhaul. I think he understands that, you know, different people in different careers and parts of their life, like these teenagers that he's out working with, he does a lot of junior league and – helps coach people of all different skill levels. Those kids that are out playing every single day because they're in high school and trying to grind to make the college team, 
those guys, he has different expectations and ways I feel like he relates to them than me, who he's meeting with maybe a couple times a year now just to kind of tune some stuff up, like when I'm hitting the driver, like trash and whatever it might be. But big thanks to him. And so he's coming on this trip, and I'm excited to see what he can do. He's actually a certified PGA pro. Um, this guy can, like I said, he can really play. I'm excited to see what he'll do while down there. So that's probably the tournament I'm looking forward to the most. We got a, a really nice uh, Airbnb that's right down on the river. So this will be when we're done playing on Saturday. When we get down there on Friday, um, we'll have the music going, the beers going, the good times going. I mean, that's going to be a fun trip. I think a lot of guys are excited for that one. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And then the last tournament kind of want to touch on that's coming up is the Dudes of Hazards Open. So this is going to be our first major of the year at Graceburg Hills, April 2nd and 3rd. And so, Alex, um, I mean, you want to tell us a little bit about that one? I think that should be a pretty exciting one. So um, I'm really looking forward to the shotgun start uh, on Saturday afternoon. So Graceburg is a 27-hole course. the nine that we don't usually get to play. I've uh, mm-hmm. been there a handful of times that I've only been able to play that back nine. Uh, I think they call it something funny like uh, the chimney top. Chimney tops, that's yep. it. Um, yeah, I've only been able to play it once. And we've played there, I've probably, I played, I played there six times last year. Yep. And was only able to play that nine once. So a shotgun start is always fun anyway, but shotgun and start that is going to be a great time, especially with all the guys, because this is going to be a big tournament. There's going to be, there's flat out a lot of people, yep. a lot of entries here. We're looking at, I think probably 40 people for that one. So that's, that's going to be one of our bigger tournaments of the year. Um, that's going to be a 50% um, of your handicap for the course. And basically it'll just be combined stroke play from Saturday and Sunday. And so on Sunday, we're going to basically repair groups off by your standings. And so the way it'll work out is basically when those last couple groups are coming through, hopefully that title and to take home the first major of the year and the first uh, Dudes of Hazards Open Championship, um, you know, we'll have a bunch of people sitting around the green watching you. There's going to be some pressure on you. Um, I think this will be a pretty good environment and a lot of fun. I think so too, especially considering even though that is a local course here in the Tri-Cities, not that the, not that the Tri-Cities has bad courses, but this is one of the better courses in the Tri-Cities. It is, it's, yep. It's definitely very, very well kept. It is. Um, and it's just flat out a hard course. Yep. Like it's definitely got a lot of give and take holes. Like yep. it, it, it can be forgiving in places, but man, it'll snap right back at you. Absolutely. So the, that, that's just flat out going to be a fun tournament anyway. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things. So some of these you're hearing like early on in the year, we have some hard tournaments coming up at some hard courses, but then we also do go some places that are more geared towards, you know, the, the 18, 20 handicap in the league. Like when we go down the Myrtle this year for the dudes of hazards cup in uh, June, that's going to be one to where we're just playing one round a day. You're, you're, you're going down there to play a little bit of golf. It's all going to be match play, so not going to be a lot of pressure. Uh, it's the Ryder Cup-style tournament. And so, really, you're not even caring how you do. You're just caring if your team beats the other team. And, you know, we'll have a round most of the mornings, get out of the, the heat. If you want to play some more golf, you can. But if you're, like, to the beach or to the bar, then, then that's where you're going. That sounds like a good time, too. And yeah. as competitive as I am, I'm looking forward to definitely having a little bit more relaxing of a time there. Um, yep. But I'm also a high handicapper, too. Um, not that I'm intimidated by these hard courses. I just enjoy the challenge, I guess. I do, too. And I, I think it makes the good shots feel that much better. It does. So don't don't if you're a high handicapper and you're coming with us or thinking about coming, like whatever it may be, don't be intimidated by those difficult courses. Yeah. Um, we have lots of guys, like I said, from all sorts of skill levels that come out and play these. And, like, here's the thing. You, you, you – 
um, you're going to see people of all different skill levels. People are going to watch you make some embarrassing shots. You're going to hit some great shots. Yeah. You're also going to see them hit some embarrassing shots. We celebrate shots. those big we shots. We celebrate them. We, yeah, that's one of the things. I really do feel like largely it's like, yeah, people want to win. And sometimes, like, you might get a little caught up in the moment, but largely you're like, dude, that was sick. Great shot. Like, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I, I, I love seeing people hit great shots. Well, I like it too because it makes my job easier. Director Vibes out there just vibing, you know? <laughs> yeah. here, here if everyone's go. playing good, there's Come not on, much for yeah. you to do. All I got to do is stand there and go, well, yay. Yeah. So that's a little bit, just kind of a little wrap on our upcoming tournament segments. We'll, we'll cover a little bit more of these as we go along. Uh, so one of the next things, this last little segment we're going to really do before we wrap up, is just a little kind of one-on-one conversation before between me and Alex, just kind of letting you get to know us a little bit better. Um, and so, Alex, let me go ahead and start off with you. What uh, like why, why do you play this game? I've heard you say that you like the fun side of it, but like what's the core reason why you're like, I love this game? I think a lot of it is um, we were talking earlier about mental strength. Uh, I was a wrestler in high school, which is it is kind of a team score, but overall it is not a team sport. It is mm-hmm. a one-on-one match, and uh, golf isn't really one-on-one. A lot of people think it's you versus them, but it, if the them there is the course, then yes, you're correct. It is me versus the course, and sometimes the course beats me, sometimes I beat the course, but ultimately yeah. that win is based on what I think is a win. So it's me versus me or me versus the course, however you want to view it. Um even if I'm out there just playing by myself, I, I just like the competition uh, and, and everything riding on my shoulders. If it's if it was a great shot, then it was on me. If it was a bad shot, then it was on me. I'm not, yeah. not going to blame Donnie for my bad shot. I mean, unless he's out there with an air horn or something, <laughs> but, uh, you know. I, I actually, just for the record, I have not done that. <laughs> no, but, but uh, I've, got, I've been guilty of it before, so now I've kind of got to watch, watch my back now, don't I? Uh, you, you probably deserve it for that one. I 100% but, got that but, coming. Uh, it's just a matter of when and where. How surprised am I going to be? Yeah, it'll definitely be when you need to pull off a big shot. For sure. But that's okay. It, it, I play the game because it's just flat-out fun, and I like the, the individual challenge. Plus, it's just I, always, I, mean, I like to get outdoors. It's always great to get outside and just go enjoy a nice day. Uh, I hear that, man. I, I think, you know, especially as winter's kind of – coming closer to a close at this point um i know yesterday was like in the 60s and sunny and i was like oh god i cannot wait for spring and summer this mm-hmm. year like just that one itching. taste of good weather and getting out on the course and and playing decent you're just like okay like more of this and then i think we got rain for the next four days so yeah it kind of kills that uh, yep. excitement level uh well what uh what what would be your nightmare hole like this is the one. It's the 18th hole. You're tied up match play. You got to beat this guy. You see this hole and you're like, oh man, this does not play into my strength. Uh, anything with any challenges at all in it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, oh, that's so simple. Right off the bat, if it's a, if it's a narrow fairway, usually I'm pretty good off the box. But if it's narrow, sometimes that'll get into my head a little bit, which is not a very good strong start to a hole. Um. If you if it's narrow and you don't do well, so even if it is narrow and I'm like, uh, it's in play but it's not great, it's just a recipe for a potential not very good second shot. And on top of that, if it's just a nasty green or the pin location's awful, very well protected by bunkers like you, I'm really good at getting the ball very close to the green, but I'm not really a green and regulation kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I like to get it nice and close and then chip up on there. Uh, every now and then I'll I'll duff that chip shot though, and then I'm kind of like, eh, okay, whatever, we're moving forward. 
Um, but anything with a lot of break on the green, uh, it's no secret that I'm not a very good putter. So if I'm, if it, if it's a back location and there's two like levels to the yep, two tiered, yeah. If it's yeah, a double tough. tiered green, I'm just not. It's just not going to look good for me if I'm on the bottom tier and that that pin location is on the on the top tier. Especially if I have to go across one of those tiers, it's just that's just not good. So. No, that, I mean, but oh yeah, no, no one's looking for that. That's no, nobody's ever going to look for that. But if I see that, I'm pretty well. I mean, I, I could just as well end up back off the green and and talk about two chipping. I mean, imagine a chip that's somewhat decent. You get robbed by the distance on it or whatever it may be because yep. of the tier, yeah. And then it rolls back down and off the tier yep. or off the green again. And you're two chipping again, but it actually wasn't was that good, yeah. bad. It was like, a pretty good chip. It just caught a little edge on the, uh, you know, a little hill or a little ridge on the green. And yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the bad stuff for me right there. I hear that. Uh, favorite local course within, let's just say, like an hour or so of the Johnson City Tri Cities. There's area. a lot of there's a lot of actually really nice courses here. They're really I hinted on it earlier, but Crockett Ridge is probably my favorite one, just because it's easy and hard at the same time it is it's got some really really interesting par threes there with a lot of elevation change yeah uh really like those uh, but two of those par threes just are like fall off the earth yes like yeah just those are those fall are off fun. the earth and if you if you hit either of them if you just miss um completely like uh so if, if you get close to the green it's salvageable but if you leave that face open just a little bit like it's it's gone if oh yeah you, that's that's ob if you chunk woods. it if you chunk it it's gone because you're trying to clear like a gap or a ri- you know there's something to clear there uh if you go in the woods i mean even if you go down in the woods and find it like that at that point then you're hitting out of the woods out of the sticks out of the leaves over a bunker onto onto a green that's because it's you're hitting across the green there then it's very shallow instead of very long so uh, that's just tough. It but is. at the same time, they have some really wide fairways where you can really go, okay, let's swing at this thing. They have some really fun holes. I mean, they, they have some really good downhill par fours that are really fun to get after. And a really short but uphill par four, too, that yep. I've seen Will. Yep. Shout out to Will Shelton, big big driver of the league. And he's put it on the green there. I don't remember the distance, but I remember looking at that thing and going, so, what? I, I think the hole plays like 310. And like you're like, oh, well, that's that's a good drive to drive the green. But for Will, not really that impressive. Like no. that's that's probably below his average. That was the most wild thing about seeing him do it is that he's like, yeah. eh. Yeah. He just kind of shrugged his shoulders and goes, eh, okay. Just, but this thing was drive. like up the I, – I bet it's this so, hole was playing 350, 360. It's so long. And so long. So uphill. So uphill. And, I mean, it was I was actually in that group. It was like me, him, Justin Kelly, and – Someone else, and I just remember thinking, like, "Oh man, that thing is absolutely murdered." And we're like, "It might be on the green." And we go up there, and I think he had like a twelve footer for eagle. Mm-hmm. Might have turned it into a par. Not really wow. sure. Yeah, but uh, stuff like that keeps it. I mean, I really like Crockett Ridge for that. And they also yeah. have another short one that's downhill with a big lake in in the in it. And I was there with Calvin, and Calvin drove the green there as well. He actually over drove the green because he was trying to make sure that he got over that water. Uh, it was protected by a little pond there, and he overdrove it. So that was really, really fun because I'm like, again, I am I just don't have a very long drive. So I'm hitting my three-wood, or my three-hybrid, excuse me, off the deck, and it mm-hmm. it still didn't quite make it. Calvin, what a bomb. So stuff like that really, really keeps that course very interesting and fun. Up on top of it, it's just well-kept and pretty. The uh, Well, you know, one of the questions I was going to ask you uh, – was you know what's one of your most embarrassing moments but since we're talking about crockett ridge i think and calvin and calvin <laughs> <laughs> i think i might know where at, you're going at this, at this point calvin has to quit listening to the podcast he is probably 
is no longer downloaded, unsubscribed because he knows yep. what's coming next. So he's, he's already typing in his text messages. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's, he's sending. He's sending you something nasty right now. Yeah, he's like, dude, stop piling on me. So we were. So Calvin can just murder the ball. Another one of these guys that can just get after it. And so he's worked with Jeremy, and Jeremy's really helped him out. And so he's now hitting. Uh, more fairways with these bombs too and so we're starting to see some lower scores like recently he's broken into that you know that that mid 80 high 80 range sometimes and which is really exciting and fun to watch and you know so we're playing he's gotten a couple birdies under his belt and we're playing in a little charity scramble and so it's uh me alex and inez who's actually our first uh, female member of the league this year so shout out to you inez um and we're playing in this charity tournament as the dudes of hazards and I'd, I'd probably, uh, if I'm hitting drivers, probably in the woods. I think Alex and Inez didn't hit great ones, but then like Calvin, mine was, mine was there, but Calvin just bombed was, it. Yeah, because yeah. because mine was there, I said Calvin, hang yep. it out, go for it. Yeah, and boy did he. Yeah, and so par five, bombs it. Second shot. Uh, I think I did the exact same thing. I, I picked up my three hybrid uh, and I put it out there, and it, yep. it it was it had. Almost the distance, but it had missed a little bit left, and it was a little wet over there on the left side. Yep. So uh, Inez was short. I don't remember exactly what you did, but I know we ended up going with Calvin shot because he hit, I think it was a five iron. Yep. Or a four, I, something like that. And and just put it, Yep. what, three feet? Yeah, three and a th- half. Yeah. Like three, it was three to three and a half feet from the pin, and it was just. And we perfect. didn't even know how good it was at first because this, this green was a little elevated from where we were down in this dip fairway. And so. Or like, oh man, like yeah, that's looked, that's gonna be probably on the green. Looked great. And then, uh, so I was riding with Inez, mm-hmm. and you were riding with Alex, and so Calvin. or Calvin, sorry. Uh, so tell me what Calvin is thinking in this cart rolling. Calvin's up. driving. I've got my feet up. I'm kicking back and I'm relaxed because I know it's good. Calvin knows it's good too, but he's really excited. And as we crest this little hill, and he can just, he, he you can tell he's just concentrating super hard. He almost runs a cart off of the <laughs> off the cart path and into this little ditch and hole or whatever. And I kind of kicked him a little bit. And uh, but as soon as he sees sees this ball on the green, he gives like a nice, really good fist pump. Let's go! And you can tell he's excited. As we keep getting closer and closer, the hands are coming off the wheel. Mm-hmm. And they're coming out of the cart. He's this is crazy. He's yelling. He's screaming. He's so excited. Yep. First eagles on I mean, the line. It, it looks it looks great. He knows what he has here. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's just making an absolute scene. He's so excited because he knows he knows this eagle's coming. And then he starts yep. seeing. He's like, man, that's not quite an in inches. That's yeah, it's a little it's further than you a thought. A little further. I mean, yep. it, don't get me wrong. It was great, but it's again three to three and a half feet. Yep. I think he originally thought it was sixteen inches. Yeah. And yep. Uh, then he starts realizing that now he has has to make this putt. It's a very makeable putt. Very. I mean, should but make it. But he has to make yep. this putt. And so, you know, we're pulling up and he 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 sees me uh getting out of the cart and he looks at me and he's like, "Is that good?" And I was like, "You've got to be shitting me." For your first eagle, you think I'm going to No. I'm like, "You're putting that out." Even if like, he, even if you did give it to him, yeah. you can't you can't no. just pick up your first, first eagle. eagle. No, like you got to make I that. don't care if yeah. it's literally on the cup. And yeah, like you you, you got to put over it the in. Cup. You got to put it in there. And so you know, we're like, hey man, for this to be real, like you can't putt forth either. Like you, you like you got like you finish this out. You've brought us here, mm-hmm. and drain it. I mean, I thought he was gonna make it. I wanted him to make it. Every, like, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything that made me more sick, but basically the, 
he just sat over and overthought it too long. I mean, it's easy to do. He looked at it. He looked, he looked at, at it too long. too long, and then just just missed it right. Like just kissed right. kissed the edge. Kissed it before the the ball was even two thirds of the way there. Though it's one of those ones you you knew from as soon as you hit it that you missed it. And Calvin's usually a pretty composed player, but he just turns and launches his putter into launched the, it. Launched it, it. Not only did it go into the woods though, it it landed on the cart path and skipped into the woods. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the putter was okay. But, yeah. Uh, well, actually, he, the putter it was, was... It wasn't terrible, but, um, man, and I, I certainly a... hated that for him. But it, it was very entertaining to watch. Oh. It, it's really easy to sit here and laugh at him, but I feel his pain as well. Oh, God, I do. And, like, th- that's the thing. Like, that, that that's not, you know, normal behavior by any stretch. But, God, like, as someone who had worked as hard as he had to have been that close and for that to be his first shot, and it basically – he's probably not getting the easier eagle putt again – and that just, uh, God, you hate to see that. But that's a memory I know that will live with him forever. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can laugh about it now. I uh, think so. I think enough time has passed. Yeah, in the moment, you couldn't, though. He knew. He, he certainly was upset for a few holes after that. But I know yeah. I, I did. I do think that I broke through with him a little bit later. And I said, yeah. hey, man, like, you've come a long way. Yeah. That's your first look at Eagle. There's yeah. certainly going to be more. And, and I'll clearly, be clearly talented and still making improvements. It's yeah. going to happen. And as you're listening to this, if if you are still listening, Cal, like you're you're, you're going to grab that eagle. Um, hopefully, maybe this year. Hopefully, uh, I can watch it like you had the uh, pleasure of watching mine. Uh, I'm sure that'd be nice to repay the thing. If not, I guess we'll just have to live with me always knowing you missed that three footer for your first ever eagle. Um, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this uh, show today. Uh, just kind of want to wrap this up with a couple closing notes um, for March. We've got a couple league outings coming up. March 6th, we have an event at Warriors Path. Uh, just, we're going to have you reach out to Josh or DM the account if you're interested in playing in that. Um, that'll be actually the first weekend of the season since the season is starting on February 28th. That's going to be a Sunday. And then later on in March, we also have the Clash at the Johnson City Country Club. That's going to be a modified Stableford tournament with uh, two-person teams. Um, that's going to be on March 20th, uh, Sunday afternoon. And then our last unofficial league outing, um, will be, you'll be reaching out to Alex for this. It's at Graceburg Hills. We're playing it the Sunday before the first dudes of hazards open at Graceburg Hills. So if you're a local member and you're like, dude, it's been a while since I've played Graceburg or I need to get out and see how it's playing. Um, March 27th, that Sunday would be a great chance, uh, for you to come on out. Uh, Alex, if you don't care, what, what's uh, what's the best if someone's trying to follow you on social media um, or they're trying to look at you they, or they maybe see you on the account a lot, who who are you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, really. That's that's uh, the big platform that I like to use. It's just my name, Alex Holloman. Uh, make sure you spell it with all O's and number two at the end, Alex Holloman 2. Uh, if you see a bunch of dirt bike motorcycle pictures on there, uh, you got the right guy. Don't get it wrong. There's some golf pictures, but uh, not all of them. So I've got a lot of hobbies outside of this, but um, – You'll find me on there, or you can just reach out and shoot me a text. Uh, all you all you league members should have my my phone number if you want to reach out and, and grab a round or, or uh, come to one of these unofficial events. Feel free to reach out and shoot shoot me a text, and we'll get you lined up on whatever whatever uh, outing you'd like to attend. Yep. Uh, basically, if you also want to follow the uh, the league account, we have a league Instagram. It's at Dudes of Hazards, and then our website is at or uh, Dudes of Hazards. Dot com, and my personal Instagram is at Donnie McCarty 22. 
Thanks again for listening and catch us uh, on our next episode. We'll have our guest on, Josh Vasquez. Thanks again, guys.